everybody, and welcome to Sayer Bar Jr. I am one of your hosts, Dale Decker. And I'm the other host, Zach Sarawick. I think that was our cleanest opening yet. Yep, I was really tempted, like, as soon as you you said the, the name of the, the show, to kind of be like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, staring in the background as a crowd. I'm gonna be honest, I was expecting it. I was expecting <laughs> something to happen, and then when it didn't, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a clean opening. This the, is gonna be weird. Mind, <laughs> the mind games now. I'm in your head. When do I do it? I don't know. <laughs> it's just the constant trolling that we do. Uh, yeah. So, welcome to the Say Report. It's not the Say Report. We're actually Say Report Junior. I've already said that. Uh, we're a podcast where two friends. We haven't introduced what the podcast actually is in so long. Um, because really. <laughs> We're not we're they not two strangers know. just meeting on the internet no, anymore. No, we're, we're two really friends not. who have just never seen each other in real life. Exactly. <laughs> and who knows when we ever will. Oh god, I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to come home for Thanksgiving and now it turns out Sejan might be moving like further west, so my parents are like, No, nah, well, we'll go out that way for the holidays. It's like, yeah. Well, okay, I can only go one direction <laughs> once a year. You can't do this to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, All right, well, so let's just get into it. Well, how has your week been? Oh, exhausting, stressful, (laughs) anxiety inducing. Um, Now, school started. So like I did like I did like a 12 hour day on Monday for the first day of school. And then Tuesday was like shorter, but also way more harrowing because for some reason, Tuesday is when everyone decided that they needed to buy their books. It's like, oh, yeah, no, Monday, first day of school. I should get my no, I'm going to wait to go to class and then just flood the school. I feel like that's the way of the college student now. I know. Because I just remember, I remember like first week of classes, I was not going anywhere near the student union because (laughs) the line for the bookstore would just be insane. Yeah. (laughs) And then like it would suck because I, I usually, I tried to get my books like way early on. So I wouldn't have to deal with that. But there were always those books online that like weren't available and I needed to get in the store. And it's like, yep, I'm waiting for a a week. Or it's like you're (laughs) trying to figure out what the book even is and the professor's not answering your emails. And the bookstore is like, well, you know, they haven't talked to us, so I have no idea. You find out three weeks into the semester what they're actually supposed to be using. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the – online it's like volume five, but they also have volume five, but it's a different – it it doesn't look the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's always yeah. It's the what it is is it's the worst version of Black Friday because <laughs> it's like Black Friday everybody is there by choice. So yes. no matter how angry they get that something is sold out, it's all their own fault. As opposed yeah. to like this like first day of school for a college where it's like you're here by necessity. Nobody yep. wants to be here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're spending money you don't want to spend. <laughs> Everything is just a layer on top of a layer of just like I don't want to be doing any of this. Yeah. Do you uh. do you ever get the people who who like joke with you or whatever? It's like kind of a joke, but it's really just being passive aggressive. Where they're, <laughs> where they're like, oh man, it's so expensive. Like like I oh, heard a, like I heard a guy like like I've heard people say at GameStop and like other places that I've worked where it's like, oh yeah, where'd you where'd you get a license to steal like that? Or or oh my God, how can you even like expect people to pay this much? It's like we don't put the price on the thing. 
guys. Oh my god, I know. We have it's no like, control over that. Being the middleman <laughs> of retail is like the worst position because oh. it's like you're the customer facing the entity and yet you have no control whatsoever yep. yeah. over any of the things that make them the most upset. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I just uh, I never knew Ugh. I never knew how to Re, like not retaliate but i never knew how to respond so like people at GameStop would be like that's so expensive i can't believe it like i can't believe they're 60 dollars i'd just be like yeah well it's how it is <laughs> <laughs> and that or i would like them's the break yeah like or i would be like well you know some games it, the price it depends on the length of the game like, I don't know, guy. Just buy it. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. I don't care. <laughs> your money. You chose to walk into my store. Yeah, so, but it is, there you go. It, but, like, I, I wonder because it is a necessity for these college students. Oh, yeah. If oh, yeah. You so get that's the worst part. Like, more. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, probably because you're like, you're looking at them and you're like, I don't know what to tell you. It's what the book they said they wanted, and yeah. I can't change the price. And also, if you leave to go somewhere else, I can't promise anything that you're going to get the right book. That's yeah. all I can do for you. Exactly. <laughs> Heck, half the time, I can't even promise I'm selling you the right book the way that they all <laughs> change their mind. <laughs> yeah. I, oof, yeah. I, I so that's been, the, the, that's been the bulk of my day. So I've been coming home and relaxing with my usual stuff, playing through some more of those SNES games to... <laughs> So I find some stuff I'd never played before. Found some platformer just called Smart Ball. Nice. And since you don't have the since you don't have the the manuals, like like which is where in the SNES era you got most of the story. <laughs> like I have no idea what's going on. Just this tiny little blue ball, and I'm bouncing around on top of like birds and birds and squirrels and knocking them off of the screen, and I'm collecting points as I go. That's it. I don't know who this character is. I've never seen them before. I've never. I don't know what this world is. I don't know if this is a callback to something. Could be a licensed game for all I know. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know what any of this is, but sure, whatever. Colorful platformer. I'm down. I'm sure it is somewhere online. I'm sure that there's like a scantron or whatever remarkably i think that no. i think that you can find manuals way easier than you'd find games because you're right oh, you just yeah. scan them up and there's just a pdf available yeah. somewhere yeah. yeah it's crazy and then um, of course i'm going to get the story and it's going to be like oh this ball is the last of its kind yeah. and you're going through and killing birds in the war on something it's like whoa hold on this is way more the intense war on I... shapes yes <laughs> <laughs> Because birds, birds just hate shapes. That's exactly. the deal. <laughs> Look at you, you, you thing. <laughs> uh, and then I made uh, up did of over multiple the shapes. I'm a bird. <laughs> I am a polygonal creature. What are you? Uh, <laughs> so um, then I also spent over the weekend, at least, um, recording more of the Nuzlocke run. I'm up to 48 parts right now. Jeez. Oh just, my god! And I'm I'm officially like in the weeds because like this is where I died last time. I'm at Pokemon. I'm at Pokemon Tower with all the ghosts and everything. Um, I got the four gym badges I had last time. I'm like literally at the part where I died before. So now I don't know where to go because the <laughs> like there's one city left. Okay, I'll go to that. And then after I do that, I don't know where to go after Saffron <laughs> City. That's where like, literally the center of the map, and I've been everywhere else. Uh, <laughs> so so I'm just like well. This is this is where things get interesting, everybody. I did lose the I caught a ghastly on 
the first floor of the tower, and go. I lost him on the top of the tower. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Jeez. Uh, well, is a I'm ghost, going... like, super effective against ghosts? Well, yes. Ghost so... is the weirdest. Ghost is the craziest. That <laughs> doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, especially in the early gen games before they started introducing, like, dark and fairy and all that other stuff, which dark is in this in Fire Red because that was when the generation they introduced it. Yeah. But, like... It's like ghost is super effective against ghost, and dark is super effective against ghost, and psychic is super effective against this. But then, not super effective against normal, unless your normal type Pokemon also has another type, and then it might get hit with some of the moves, but not the others. (laughs) And it's like literal moves that are all marked ghost, some of them hit, and some of them go, oh, this has no effect whatsoever. It's like, make up your mind, Pokemon. (laughs) No, we refuse. They're like, nope, sorry, ghost. Sorry, man. Ghost. It's supernatural. There's no rules. We're just playing Calvin Ball with all this. Sorry. Afraid, afraid of a ghost? Punch it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, shouldn't, like... I shouldn't be quoting YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> I do not own. <laughs> I also like the, the, like the, logical, the, the logical difference between, okay, tackling something, which is a normal type move. If you tackle a ghost, it has no effect, presumably because yep. you go right through it. But yeah. then there are fighting moves, which are also physical attacks. <laughs> they get direct contact. Right, because they're not considered normal. They hit. It's like, well, hold on. Well, I <laughs> so guess, my, like... What is the difference between a tackle and a body slam when really well, when it does come down to... <laughs> I mean, here, okay. So, crazy logic that is just made up of nowhere and coming straight out of my ass. I guess as a fighting type Pokemon, you are... You have trained more. Like, this is, you have, this you have is getting your on. Atoms in order to you have, strike yes, ghosts. You have, <laughs> you have worked yourself to the point where you just want to punch ghosts in the face. And, and, and you can do it, like, flawlessly. Whereas <laughs> well, a punched. normal, a normal type, they don't know anything. They know <laughs> a sprinkle here and a sprinkle there. They haven't made their they haven't made their decision yet. All right, <laughs> they're 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 unclassified. They are undecided. All right, in this moment in time, they're undeclared. Undeclared. Normal Pokemon are the undeclared students yes. of the Pokemon world. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't get to that. Uh, that's why they. That's why they can learn so many different exactly. ver- types of moves they're, because they don't know what they want. Yes, they're the freshmen who were like, "Yeah, I'll go to college. Why the hell not? I'll spend this money that I don't have." <laughs> so, so of course, a tackle will not hit a ghost, but a but a sucker punch to the face will. You know, uh, plus it's a fist. Just... It's a fist competing against a whole body attack. <laughs> I just picture like Hitmonlee sitting there with a rattata. <laughs> I was like, man, man, I don't know. I just can't hit it, man. And Hitmonlee's like, man, I've punched everything. I can tell you exactly how to do that. <laughs> that's apparently how that's apparently how Pokemon talk to each other when all you're hearing is their names. You, like what you... they're really doing is like, man, I don't know. <laughs> Man, listen, it's really not that hard. I can't believe you can't get it through your head. Don't make fun of me. (laughs) (laughs) I want this to happen. I want this scene to happen. Well, there was, um, was it the, 
was it the uh, short right before the first Pokemon movie, which I think is like the Pokemon vacation short or whatever, <laughs> where they actually subtitled them because oh, there was I no humans know. around? Oh, my God. Yeah. There was like a 20 minute. So the, the Pokemon movie is only like 70 minutes long. So in order to make it fit in a movie theater time slot, they put a 20 minute short which is essentially an episode of Pokemon yeah. at the beginning, which That's is just crazy. Pikachu and all the Pokemon go on a little vacation on an island without any of the humans. And so, of course, they were like, well, now no one knows what's going on. And so they just started subtitling them. And it was so weird to like read that. It's like, oh, they're having actual conversation. Well, I mean, it makes sense, kind it of. Makes perfect, it makes perfect sense like between, <laughs> between the same types. For some reason, like, in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, two Pikachus talking to each other. It makes sense that they know what they're saying. But to watch, like, Pikachu and Squirtle and Ivysaur talking to each other, it's the weirdest Well, thing. That, no. No, it's not. It's I like don't think a it dog is. talk to a cat. I don't imagine a dog can talk to a cat. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. You don't think... <laughs> You don't think that nope. that I could never animal get into language never made any sense to me. <laughs> All right. See, no. Animal language is like math. Okay? It's a universal language. <laughs> maybe, maybe it gets broken up a little bit. But, you know, I think generally a dog knows what a cat is saying. <laughs> Just like a Pikachu knows what a Bulbasaur is saying. Probably something along the lines of, huh, I want some pokeberries or whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's the other and thing. Then it's Every also... time a dog looks at a cat, a cat is really just thinking, what do you want, you dopey Exi- idiot? Yeah, like... it's probably, probably. <laughs> and it's the Pokemon. It's probably, again, like, I don't know why we're training. Like, I don't know why we're fighting each other, guys. We should be fighting the humans. Oh, sorry. That's you're, what you're talking about is the literal plot to Pokemon the first movie. Now, <laughs> no, I don't. have you ever seen that? Um, like, oh I've my god! Seen, I've seen parts of it. I've never sat down. I, I don't think. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched it beginning to end. I mean, like Mewtwo wants to start a, like yes, a Pokemon obviously. uprising. Like that's yeah, that. Yeah, my favorite part that. of that. But my favorite scene in that movie to just to like as is when he gets his army of clones to fight their counterparts and so and then there's like a five minutes of a super sad song over pokemon like sadly slapping each other while the humans look on and go this is so wrong why are they fighting and then you think well the other 90 percent of the time you're also making them fight so i don't know what you're talking about yeah (laughs) i guess because it's not playful like i guess there's malicious intent from there's, you there's malicious intent and also it's like i've got all of these different types of clone pokemon and they're fighting each other so it's like the worst pokemon battle ever because it's pikachu versus pikachu they're not weak or strong against each other it's just boring they're literally they're literally crying and slapping each other because they're like we i want to shock this water one the yeah. water one will go by faster yeah so i've seen like that part before or i've seen clips of that part before yeah and then I, and of course i've seen the ash dying scene oh and... god <laughs> yeah like i've seen yeah, those that whole, things that whole thing is set up by one random line at the beginning of the movie yeah <laughs> with like the pokemon tears bringing him back like someone randomly is like oh someone once said that pokemon tears can bring you back to life that's it it's throwaway line and, <laughs> Just and so that you can... don't think pokemon can communicate with each no, other no that was and that was that was literally like <laughs> Like Officer Jenny, They're like magic. randomly just says that. Yeah. 
Well, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I had something, but so, I don't. I was going to say that was my week, but honestly, I haven't watched Pokemon the first movie in a while. I don't know where that came from. But I, what did I you think? Ba- <laughs> I think it just naturally came up in the conversation. I don't think we need to question it. I think uh, I think we've made a breakthrough saying that normal type Pokemon are the undeclared. <laughs> freshman of, of, of the Pokemon world um, and, and every oh, other time like, like they have a choice <laughs> like one day uh, your dad is like I'm gonna be a lightning lightning I'm gonna be a lightning. I'm gonna be a lightning type Pokemon. I'm gonna be electric why, today Tata, this is why no one wants to catch you you say things like that go <laughs> go sit in the corner I just I would like to point out this is what happens when I am very tired I just come up with ridiculous scenarios <laughs> Fine with in that. made up worlds. So, I actually went. You know. <laughs> I actually caught a second Rattata in this nuz- Nuzlocke run because the first one died, and I was like, "Oh, but he was actually working for me." <laughs> That's illegal, Zach. No. Do you look? No, it's I'm, not, no. I didn't catch it in the sure. same area. I came across an area where there was literally nothing but. Yeah, three but Pokemon had already caught. Duplicate Claws it says that you don't have to catch the first Pokemon you come across in an area if you've already caught it. Uh, doesn't say you can't okay. just pick up one of the random duplicates if you if you want it. Huh. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't say in the rule book that the dog can't play basketball, okay? It doesn't say in the made up rule book that <laughs> yeah. doesn't exist. It doesn't, it say, doesn't say on the Wikipedia page, all right, that I can't. In the, two, in the two lines of rules that are on the screen, it doesn't say I can't do that. All right, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. That's fine. Did you name it, like, what was the name of Oh, let's of see. Your... The, first one, the first one I named it was, like, Butthead because I was really so mad. So did you I name it Butthead, too? No, I forgot. I, the second one got a real name. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. I want to say it was, like, Olive or something. I was also, Olive? like, because I was, because... Uh, to help me like come up with names, I was going down the alphabet. So like second Pokemon I caught was Rattata, so I needed a B name, so I named it Butthead. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. That's uh, awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, my week has not. Um, I haven't really done much. I I worked. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's really it. Um, oh, I just watched the first two episodes of Disenchanted or Disenchantment. Disenchanted? It's disenchantment, but for some reason, I think the hashtag is disenchanted, which is oh, weird. Is it I don't really? know. So, yeah, because so... I was talking about it on Twitter the other day, and I realized that came up, and I was like, and I had to go look at it myself. But disenchantment is the name of the show. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, so I watched the fir- first two episodes of that. Um, I didn't hate it, <laughs> but I, I thought it was okay but i needed an adjustment like i watched the first four episodes and i was actually by the end of that i was like okay i'm i'm pretty down with this yeah but yeah. it is an adjustment of a different show <laughs> it, yeah it's it's um it's very different and i'm okay with it being very different than like i mean it should be different than simpsons and futurama it should be but it is also like trying i don't know i, I think it's trying to hit on things that like more serious things Right, and I don't trying... know if it's hitting it correctly. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to they're trying to do like a Game of Thrones satire, almost specifically, yeah. like pretty specifically. Yeah. They're trying to go for a Game of Thrones satire, and so like to have that darker <laughs> craziness behind it of what Game of Thrones actually is, and then to kind of make jokes on that is a little awkward at times. Yeah. But like, I think by the fourth episode, they get a they they kind of 
I've started to figure out the balance of doing something a little bit more episodic while having their longer story. Cause I think that was part of the, like the first two episodes are kind of two parts to just like a, a larger whole as they set the story up. Yeah. And so like they, they feel a little bit slower and like they're trying to figure their stuff out, but then like three and four and I think there's like 10 parts to this. So I haven't watched the rest, so I don't know how well it, that keeps up. It's but, 10 like, episodes. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, so I mean, like I'm going to watch the rest of it and see how it goes, but yeah. yeah, it definitely feels like the first couple of episodes were like a two parter setup thing more than anything else. Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah. I like where I think it could be going, <laughs> but I don't know if it's necessarily going in that direction. Like I like the right. characters. I like Bean. I like Elfo and I like Lucy, which I right. love that the little demon's name is Lucy. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the best that he's part. just, he's just randomly so like, I'm naked all the time. Yeah, now yeah. you have to live with that knowledge. <laughs> yeah, now you'll never see me. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, um, a friend of mine brought up that it's a little weird that Elfo just looks like Bart. But if it's oh, that's, if we're gonna get if into... that's your, I mean, if we're going to get into that, if, like, Eh, that's if that's his style. That's I was the gonna say style. that's just Matt Groening. Like, I mean, Bean, Bean also kind of looks like they stuck a wig on Fry. <laughs> yeah, mixed with a Marge body in some so, in yeah. a sense. Like, I mean, I get it being a um, I get it like being a distraction because especially if you know The Simpsons well and you know Futurama well, but after you're distracted by it, you got to like reel it back in and just be like, okay, that's just the style. It's gonna happen. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ugh. that's what it, it, people people do what they do, and they know what. Yeah, they know. Like there were plenty of I don't remember. I can't think of names right now, but um, there were plenty instances where I was like, "That's just a Simpsons character made up to look medieval." That's just Barney. <laughs> like that's just, like there was a skinny comic book guy. Like, and then even like, and then like some of the characters, like there's the two, I don't even remember their names, but there's the, the, the new brother that's chasing them because the first one dies and the, oh, the younger brother, they ring in, he's Malver got the two followers or whatever. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. But then he's got like the two knights that are following him that are like, well, these are the only two that were left and they're yeah. kind of dopey. Like they're nowhere near as like, they, they look like old Matt Groening sketches, like yeah. way old Matt yeah. Groening sketches yeah. um, compared to everybody else. So it's almost like they were like, we're taking all of the kind of main character design stuff that we had from Futurama and then just kind of mixing in a lot of different like stuff from Matt Groening over mm -hmm. the years. It's the background of this. So, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate to some people, I guess, but it's going to happen. But I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I like the camaraderie between Bean, Elfo, and Lucy, even though each each one has an alt well, Bean doesn't really, but like Elfo and Lucy have ulterior motives. I, I, they do, like, and at the same time, like I like that Lucy's ulterior motive. He's just saying all the time. He's like, my job is just to make you do bad stuff. Yeah. So whatever that's gonna be, yep. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I've got exactly. no other. <laughs> no I like. Other thing going I like on. Cl whatever the guy's name, Clive or whatever. Clive, it's fire. I know. I was there. <laughs> I was there. The I like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's got so it's got those like little bits and little hints, and I I think as it goes on and they find their footing with that, I think that's gonna really be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought uh, the the animation is a it it um feels more clean and yet 
somehow dirtier than like Simpsons and if you, like, I haven't watched Simpsons lately um, just because I don't really dig the newer episodes. I still like them every now and then, um, but it's just it looked so, 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 so computer generated. And that's how everything right. is now. But it just looked so, um, it, it was like too much in some spots. Um, like there's that first, there's that first opening where it's like going through the castle or whatever. It's like a really close up and a, and it spins around it. And I was like, whoa, this is, whoa. <laughs> this, is, this is very clearly is a crazy. CGI thing made yeah, to look 2D. Like, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a little difficult to see. And then the depth is nice, though. The depth that it's able to have is very, very cool to me. That's yeah. that's cool in any animation, though, for me. If you're if you're able to co- create this nice depth of field, then you got my vote, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I will give your sh- you a chance. But yeah, it just there were there are definitely parts of it of the animation that are very distracting, and it's not even the part of that's just the same character design as as Bart, you know. <laughs> no, it's just it's just whatever they have to work with now compared yeah. to like what they've what they've been able to do with like whatever budgets and stuff they had before when studios were much bigger. Yeah, and like they weren't they didn't have and they they weren't like relying on sending so much of it like into different third party like art houses and all that other stuff because yeah. that's like the new standard too is sending like sending so much stuff off like out of like overseas to finish off mm-hmm. um animation and stuff like that and so it's just like it it changes the way everything's gonna look just by the nature of not being everything in one building together in a thousand people working on a show yeah. as opposed to like 50 so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean so we'll see where it goes i we finished brooklyn 99 so that was good I think Yay. I might have talked about that. I don't think I did though. I it sucks though because now I just want the sixth season to happen, and it's not going to be happening for a while. <laughs> and it, it makes me very upset. <laughs> okay, so um, it, I'm not sure how much of an adjustment it's going to be for them to actually have to start making the sixth season. Yeah. I think they're already they're already filming it, um, but like. It, yeah, NBC was producing it before, so I don't know how much of that stuff was like, and and they were picked up so quickly. I don't know how it's not like they broke the whole set down and had to rebuild it. Oh and yeah, all that other no, stuff, no, so. no, 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 no. I'm not saying that. It's just it's still that way. I feel like I mean they've had to have been recording by now, especially because of how quickly yeah it was picked up. So yeah, it's there's no doubt in my mind that there's already episodes in the bag. It's just. I want them to already have happened. <laughs> like, I'm just ready for them. Because um, I was so used to, like, coming home and just watching, being able to watch, like, five episodes. And now I can't do that <laughs> anymore. And I have to watch Disenchantment. <laughs> well, you're also losing out on Big Bang Theory now. Did you hear that news today? I did hear that. I saw that. I mean, I, I don't I really, I'm not affected. so long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like if it's on, it's on. I know the characters enough. I know what they've been going through enough to be like, oh, Big Bang Theory's on. Let's see what the gang's doing this week, you know? But uh, other than that, I mean. It's so meh. strange how that show has just, like, existed in the background, it feels like. <laughs> like, just, like, it's getting the numbers because right. it's on. But it's, like, I, I can't imagine 
it's weird because I feel like it's a show that people put on because they're going to watch what comes on next or yeah. they were watching on what was before and they just didn't bother changing the channel while it was on. Yeah. Like, it's it's so weird too is like I feel I feel like the fans of Big Bang I mean there are fans out there who have oh, been yeah, watching sure from the beginning to, like, to end. Yeah. No no no, but I'm saying like I feel like there are also people out there who really just grabbed onto those first couple of seasons and that's where they're like that's where their references come from and that's where they're like their Sheldon love comes from and it's like okay but do you watch the show anymore well no I haven't really kept up with it it's like okay yeah I fell off in like that's weird <laughs> that's a little that's a little weird for me like I don't know. Yeah, because it doesn't feel like it ever. It's not like it's got like a, a Simpsons shift. It's not like the first half of the season of the series was like really good. The second half has been lagging. <laughs> I no. can't imagine. I imagine it's been pretty consistent all the way through. I mean, there so. are there are definitely episodes that I have watched, and I'm like, this is not good television. This is <laughs> this is really upsetting to be watching right now because, like, they don't. Sheldon doesn't deserve that at that moment. You're just being mean to Sheldon to be mean to Sheldon. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> and, like, the character of Sheldon has also become, I don't know. Uh, this, a parody like, of itself at this point? Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I, that being said, I love young Sheldon. I still, I've never seen an okay. episode of it. Is that still going? Did that make it past the first season? Um, I think so. I kind of hope so. Um, but it's really weird because Big Bang Theory, like I said, it it's a thing. I enjoy episodes sometimes. Um, there are earlier episodes that I like better than newer ones, and there are newer ones that I like. You know, it's a standard show for me. Um, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but. Young Sheldon, I thought I was going to hate because I thought, I'm like, this is ridiculous that they're making a spinoff of The Big Bang Theory with Sheldon and it's, like, not it's a not studio. Jim Parsons? And it's not Jim Parsons? Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't care about it not being, I love Jim Parsons, but it's not, that. it's like, it's not a studio show. It's, like. Oh, that's right. It's a single camera. It's a single, like. Like. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's just like very <laughs> strange, and I'm like, but we the family was like, we're gonna give it a shot, and oh my god, it has so much more heart. Like so much is way funnier than The Big Bang Theory, and it it's just very delightful to watch. And and knowing that it's Sheldon, it's it's kind of upsetting knowing that The Big Th Bang Theory exists. Because Sheldon as a kid, it, it's kind of, it's it's very disbelieving that he became, or unbelieving, I don't know, unbelievable that he became the Sheldon of Big Bang Theory. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, no, I get that. There are, there are moments in Young Sheldon that it's just like, how did you become Big Bang Theory, you? And and why? How did you become Mr. Big Bang Theory? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? To what you? happened to you? <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, I I understand that the character grew and developed as a person, but it just seemed it just seems very weird where some of the things come from. And there's a lot of inconsistencies with his family that are very bothersome. 
like yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if you care about spoilers because you said you haven't seen it. No, I don't. I'm okay. just trying to remember. So, I'm trying to remember from the early seasons of Big Bang Theory from what I even remember about his family. And aside from his mother, I don't remember anything. Yeah. Well, he, I don't feel. I'm pretty sure his other family, like he has a sister, a brother, obviously a father, but um, his sister, brother, and father never really came up until later. And if they were ever brought up, it was only like a one line or something. But right. he always, it always felt like he made out his father to be like a monster in a way, but like a Sheldon monster. So like he was, you know, your standard Texan father, I guess, if that's a thing, you know, like he was hard on Sheldon, blah, blah, blah. But you watch young Sheldon and the love that his father has for him. It is, is like beautiful, you know? Like there's an episode where he's like your uh, to his to his brother Georgie. He's like, no, we're bringing your brother to to um, NASA. Like he's going. This is what he wants to do. This is what we're doing. And it's like, you didn't need to put up with that, but he's your son and you love him, so you're going to. And it's just it's it's so inconsistent and it's it's heartbreaking in a mo in in moments because it's like. Your father clearly loves and cares about you, and you clearly love and care about him. Where did the disconnect happen? <laughs> right. Like, this doesn't make <clears throat> sense. And his sister and his brother, like, care for him, too, in, you know, sister and brother ways. But, like, they still pick on him. But if someone starts picking on Sheldon, they step up. And and take that person down. Right, very very standard it, sitcom family exactly. affair, which I mean is very exactly. also very realistic in many ways. Yes. Yeah, no, I get that because honestly, if you again going from what I remember early on, if you had told me that his father wasn't even in the picture, I would have been like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I don't remember him talking about his father at all. Mm. He, used to, he used to always just I remember him talking about his mother all the time and joking about in the joke about his mother had me t my mother had me tested yeah because they thought he kept calling him crazy yeah but like but like i don't remember him ever mentioning his father mm -hmm. and yeah. so like if you'd been like oh yeah no it was his mother and his siblings it's like okay yeah no i get that mm -hmm. i could totally see that mm -hmm. yeah it's just <laughs> there's just so many inconsistencies and it's very it's almost like when i watch young sheldon i'm like big bang theory does not exist this is an alternate world <laughs> And that is where I am living right now. Because there's no way, unless they somehow explain where the disconnect happens and something happens to young Sheldon that makes him Big Bang Fit Sheldon. Which also just sounds like it would just be like a heartbreaking way to end that series. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, and, and then like, this is how his family fell apart. It's yeah. like, whoa, hold on. Whoa. I mean, I could, I could be remembering stuff wrong, but I don't think I am. <laughs> Right, but like yeah. it, it just sounds like at some point there has to like he is a character in Big Bang Theory who seems like yeah. separate. Like I mean, very purposely he is separate from other people, and his family seems to be included in that. Yeah, so, and and it's he's really not, he's really not in Young Sheldon is the crazy thing, you know. And he has a friend, like he has friends as Young Sh as as the little Young Sheldon. Like he ha he has a best friend that is never met who is never mentioned in the Big Bang Theory, 
who helps him through a lot of those like Sheldon moments. Right. He, you know, it's like he's not really bullied all that. I mean, he is because he's a pretty much an elementary school kid in a high school, but it's nothing too crazy, you know, that it's like, oh, my God, like it's just yeah. It's it's sometimes it's hard to watch remembering that Big Bang Theory right. is a thing, so yeah. But you should watch it. You should definitely yeah, watch should, it. I should give it a, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, especially because you don't remember those things that he's like the things that have been said about his extended family. Then you right, should so definitely watch gonna, it. None of that's going to none of that's going to distract me at all. Affect you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. <laughs> tell you, okay, I'm gonna yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say this because I was thinking about this just now and I've, there's been a lot of discussion about this lately. Uh, it's almost the same problem I have with Kylo Ren. <laughs> and follow oh. me on this one. <laughs> okay. Follow me on this one. So, I mean, there's a lot of discussion, especially with Last Jedi, uh, since Last Jedi came out and like there's new Star Wars books and stuff coming out about like whether like what the end of Kylo Ren's story should be. And about like whether like what sort of redemption he should have or if he deserves it at all, all this mm-hmm. all this stuff that should that I'm sure episode nine will be all about. Um, and I realized as I was like having these discussions and stuff that there, I I feel at least that there has not been enough explanation between the two with those the, the two newest sequels about what the hell happened to um, Ben Solo in the first place. Because all they've really said was he was really powerful, and then at some point Snoke corrupted him, and then he turned to the dark side. Yeah. And that is like literally it. And I realized the thing that like bothered me about that, because like in you know the original trilogy, it's not like you get a ton of Darth Vader's background. I mean, yeah, you get it no. in prequels later that are a thing. But hey, I like. But, I am firm on saying that I like the prequels. Um, I need to rewatch them again. It has been so long since I've watched them, but I have softened on them in the last few years. I think they still have. I think there are still story problems there, but I don't. I don't hate. I've never hated them the same I way mean, that. I, okay, so um, so then I have something to say about the whole Kylo Ren like backstory thing. Okay, but continue. No, like, but like. I just like the mysterious bad guy thing worked for Darth Vader because there was no Star Wars before that, mm-hmm. and so you didn't like you were going on this journey of finding out who Darth Vader was as well as well, along with Luke. And that was fine. My problem with Kylo Ren is that we at least, even if we're not given a ton of what his life was like growing up in that, whatever, 20 or 30 years, 20 to whatever years in between um, the return of the Jedi and force mm-hmm. awakens, you know, his family, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like they're like Luke and Han and Leia are still the heroes, like are part of the heroes in the new trilogy. It's not like they somehow turned bad and then corrupted Kylo yeah. or something. And so like, if you look at, especially once you get the prequel trilogy and you realize that it's, it's very easy to see how Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader, especially once well, you're given that story is that his upbringing say is that yeah, it's like probably upbringing... very similar to how kylo ren became kylo right. ren um, but but because but like i see i see han and leia and i go like how like these two we know these two mm-hmm. we know that even if like their marriage probably wasn't as great because that's just the kind of characters they are and han's like they allude to the fact that han like 
ran off as soon as Ben was gone and all that. So maybe their family life wasn't great, but I also have to assume that they tried, like they tried, they loved him. <laughs> and then it's like, and then like when he was sent with Luke, like we know Luke, he's not like a terrible person, even if he was scared and did stuff that he was ashamed of. But it just seems like they, they, so much of Kylo Ren or so much of Ben Solo turning into Kylo Ren is like thrown away in the line of, like, I think at one point, Leia says, like, we tried to help him, but Snoke had already corrupted him. And we were given nothing after that. And I think that's the thing that really throws me, is that I have no idea what I want for his character at the end, because I have no idea how it started. I can't, I, like, I sit there and I try to picture it. It's like, I don't know what it was hmm. that turned him. And what was it that made him go, like... Like in Force Awakens, he's like obsessed with Darth Vader. Did no one sit him down and explain to him what either what happened to, to Anakin Skywalker or how he ended his life saving people? <laughs> like, how, like how was it that he got, became so obsessed with a very specific part of Darth Vader's life without knowing or caring about the rest of it? Um, like, it, I mean, it could be a number of things. Like, I always, I always think, yeah, because I thought that too. Like, how does he not? And maybe he does know. But how does he not, like, know that that sacrifice and everything and, and how Anakin, yeah, and, like, the the life and, like, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I'm trying to, I'm trying to say the words that I, I'm trying to, like, figure out what I want to say. But, yes, you're right. So, I think maybe there could be brainwashing involved from Snoke. And he like somehow was able to erase that stuff. I mean, maybe like, like I mean, we know that just, we like, know that selective he connected details, right? We know? know that he had that power to connect him and Ray in exactly. the Last Jedi. Like, I get that. I think it's just the fact that like it just it, what bugs me is they didn't just tell us something. Like, I don't want the whole thing. I don't need to know like every detail of what happened. I just wish there was a little bit more so no, that I, I knew what I yeah. wanted for him because like. Because, like, so much of the conversation around him right now is, like, has he done too much to really get that same redemption arc that Anakin and Darth Vader kind of did? And even when you think about it, Darth Vader's redemption arc really isn't that Big grand, aside good. from he yeah, kills no. the Emperor and then dies. And yeah. then he's and then it's his funeral. Like, And clearly, that story kind of went by the wayside. That's kind of what we learn in Force Awakens, that so much of that became myth that people don't even know if it's true anymore. Mm -hmm. And so it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's not like we... I mean, one can argue that Anakin fully becomes Darth Vader when um, Padme dies. Like, like there's, there's, no, there's nothing that... Like, it, like, did Kylo Ren have a love interest or something that was the ultimate end, you know, that, that actually pushed him over? Right, or, or not even that, or, or was not, it even? Like, or yeah. was, was it even that? Like he's he has so much power, and like they talk about how powerful it was, and they're so scared of that power. Did he try to do something that went horribly wrong, baby? Mm, yeah, <laughs> and then like and he that's tried to what help people, someone. And... Right, he tried to help someone, and then that went horribly wrong, and then that's why they sent him to Luke, and that's mm. why they started to worry about him, and suddenly the like suddenly he starts to feel like his family is scared of him, and that's so... when Snoke can like totally get him because he's in this vulnerable spot like i just want to know where that but i that... think i think being cast aside by your parents and just be like hey go go with your uncle where I mean, we've kind of given up on you i think that 
is I, I can, is I can kind get... of a detrimental thing no, for it. And I can get that, but he's <laughs> never I, I mean, has he maybe I'm forgetting lines, but has he ever said that? Like did he ever say I felt cast aside by or like did or saying that like you don't know what it's like to feel so powerful and yet no one loves you? Like that, even if he had just said that, I would have been like, boom, there it is. Damn. That's why he turned. Like, come but on, Zach. Now I need much, to watch Star Wars I'm sorry, again. I know. It's just the fact that, like, Why? It, just seems like so much, it seems like so much of the, like, fandom, the, like, raging fandom around Kylo Ren sometimes is, like, there's a lot of people that I think are projecting a lot of stuff on him because he's acted very well. Adam mm. Driver is just an, ex- an excellent actor, and so much of his character seems to be based, or so much of, like, the character and story, which, I mean, Star Wars does this all the time, but so much of his character is just based on, like, Oh, you know this character. Yeah. It's the guy that became bad and he has good in him, so we have to save him. Like it's the same way that like Han Solo is like when he's introduced in in New Hope is like, Oh, you know this guy, he's you know, he's a rogue, but you know, he's attractive and you'll like him and he'll come back and save the day. Yeah. Like I just I just wish there was a little bit more like specifically in the story I... as opposed to what as opposed to like what it seems like is the audience projecting mm. onto and what they want the audience to project on him. Like, yeah. it's almost like they don't want to tell you the story. They want you to just feel it. And it's like, well, tell me a little bit, <laughs> just tell me a little bit so that I feel like comfortable. I think, yeah, I think guy. they're, I get what you're saying. So I think they are trying to rely on the subject, the subtext a little too much where like, I like subtext in a movie because, um, it, it gives that, you know, interpretation side to it. It's like, oh, like, I I feel like I probably got that whole he was cast aside by his parents thing from Leia. Like, it's in her speech about it, too, in a way. It's like we right. sent him to Luke because we didn't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. But now, like, I truly feel like I have to watch Force Awakens again <laughs> to see... And pick up on if there's ever, like, a subtle throwaway line that shouldn't be a throwaway line, but probably is. Um, and I, damn it, Zach. Mm. <laughs> like, why? Why you gotta do that? Uh, because why did I bring up stuff? And these are the things I do. <sighs> I know. This is how I watch things. <laughs> I know. It sucks. I, like, yeah, I don't know. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I freaking love Kylo Ren as a character. And, like, I need to sneeze. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I passed. Yeah, no, I um, I really like him, and I am excited to see what happens. And I don't, I don't have any like wants or desires that like of where I want his story to go. I'm just there for the ride, you know. Yeah, yeah. The the only thing, like the thing that, and I think the reason that it also concerns me a little bit is that it, and again, I like I. Let me also say this. I will be probably perfectly happy with whatever ending they give him because yeah. I also like the character and I like the acting and I like the movies. Like, fine. But my concern is that, like, it, it's coming very close to just retelling Darth Vader's story yeah. at this point. Yep. And so, like, like, I don't think Kylo Ren will be dead at the end of this the way that Darth Vader was. No. I think that that's going to be the big difference. And, like, if I have any hope to that at all, I just want them to be like, like Darth Vader and Anakin died with his redemption Mm -hmm. and it changed nothing. Like, you know, we were still warring in the galaxy and it turned you bad at some point and all that stuff. So like, if he's alive at the end, I also want them to be like, 
okay, you're alive and you have a chance, but that chance comes with like dealing with the shit you did. Yeah. <laughs> like I, that's um... what I think. Like that's the kind of ending I want and I think would be most satisfying for me. And I realize that a lot of people probably think that that's like a weirdly non like it's going to be like a big grand emotional thing. And I think that that's what people want out of the story because it's a big grand emotional story. And the story, the ending I want is like not that at all. Yeah, but, <laughs> but your ending is um is better than it just being like, oh, fights, boom, 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 right, you're like, dead. You know, like it's better. It has more. It has more depth to it. Like, and I guess I lied. I guess I lied. I do have a hope <laughs> that, uh, of where his story goes. Because I, ever since I learned about them, I've wanted it to be co- happen in the movies. I mean, I'm sure it happens in the shows and stuff, but I don't watch those. Um, but Grey Jedi, that concept is something that I love. And do you know you you know what Grey Jedi are? You have to know I, what Grey Jedi. I do not actually. Oh, okay. So Grey Jedi are are basically the those who can, who walk the the line between the light side the light side and the dark side. So they have that balance in them. Um, I wish I could recite the Grey De- Jedi code right now, but I can't. Um, I'm trying to learn it. But I'm, I'm really, I'm really not. Um, but that it's like, yeah, it's there is no. Um, I part of it is there is no pain without passion. There is no, um, like I don't remember courage without something. Fear I don't know or fear like or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, there is no light without dark. It's it's that concept of. Yeah, there these things exist in the world and the only way I mean truly what it should be the you need to work together in order for it to be this perfect balance. Right, because balance doesn't need to be one versus the other. It exactly. can be working together, together, which is a whole other yeah. Exactly. So it like I said, as soon as I learned what gray Jedi were, it is a concept that I latched onto and like dug my claws into and i was like i need to know if like where gray uh, where gray jedi come up and it's mainly in books um i think they have been seen in in the shows and the cartoons and whatnot and in comics and video games maybe but i so badly and and the first time i watched um star wars the um, I think episode three nope not episode three I think episode six <laughs> it was um is that the one where Luke is dressed in all black yes okay yes sweet. it is good for me for remembering stuff um <laughs> so episode six yeah so I had learned about Grey Jedi before watching that one and I was like oh my god Luke is all in black this might be Grey Jedi time. <laughs> and <laughs> honestly, I mean, if, in Last if, Jedi, Luke is kind of almost in that place yes, toward and, the end of it. And he's also wearing neutral, like, neutral, neutral colors, which is basically like a Grey Jedi. Grey Jedi are in the, the gray color scheme. They combine dark and light colors, and that is his costume design. That whole movie. <laughs> Except maybe for the end, you know. Um, to which he's back to more 
dark, dark colors. Colors, the black exactly. Colors, yeah. Because he's not wholly acting in the light, you know? He's kind of being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's just, I've always thought of Luke as a gray Jedi, but they just don't want to say that yet. Um, but I so, so, so badly want Rey and Kylo to be gray Jedis. Yeah, because I would, be, I would, I would have it, no problem with that it, idea. It would be the coolest. And you've already seen those moments of balance between in both of them. You have those moments, those like dark moments of Rey. And it's like, oh, shit. Like she could turn to the dark side if she really wanted to. She could. They one hundred percent. Right. Um. And and Kylo Ren has those moments of light in him too, and and arguably he had to kill Leia in order to. He was like, I have something in me that is still good. I need to try and kill it, and that uh, right. is I mean, my mother. That always was like that like, was Snoke. That was Snoke testing him and making exactly. him do stuff because he was supposed to do Han, mm-hmm. and then like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, which is why Han helps him do that mm-hmm. because he thinks it's the thing he needs. And then it's, well, now I have to do it. Oh, to you Leia, believe I, that too? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, he thank God. He definitely, oh. if, he if he didn't help him push the button on that lightsaber, he did it himself. Oh, totally. Okay. And Han shot first on that one. <laughs> thank you. Because I said that, like, I, w- I was talking with this with, like, huge Star Wars fans. And I'm like, yeah, Han totally, like, helped Kylo in that moment. And they were like, what? And I was like, Because I think that's going to be part of like the big big speech, (laughs) the big monologue in episode nine that's going to be between Rey and, you know, Kylo yelling at each other as they fight or something. She's going to say something about killing Han and he's going to be like, I didn't do it. And that's going to be like the big emotional moment. And people are going to shit their pants. Right. (laughs) Where they're going to be like, where he's going to start talking about how he felt weak and how he felt sad and he couldn't kill his own father. And that's going to be the thing that breaks him down. Like, I wholly believe. You have, it's all in his reaction. It's all in Kylo Ren's reaction. And and Han touching his face. It's like he totally was like, my I need to help my son. He's still my son. Right. And I've I've had my journey. This is half this is this might be the right thing to do right now. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, in, in the same way, it's like I'm gonna give him what he thinks he needs, mm-hmm. but if I do it myself, he didn't do it. Exactly. And he will always have that to deal with, that mm-hmm. he didn't do it, mm-hmm. which means that he can't he can't hate himself for doing the thing he didn't do. Yep. Like, it's a perfectly... Lo- but, like he it's can, a perfectly... but he can also hate himself because he didn't do it. Like, it like again, he didn't stop it. Exactly. Right? Like... And it again gives that balance of light, he didn't do it, and dark, like, he still was holding the thing. He still had the idea of it. He still was, like about to do it you know it has that balance still there like he still killed his father <laughs> whether or not his you know he was an accessory <laughs> right it's yeah it's either he's it's either he killed him by by directly or he killed mm-hmm. him indirectly yeah. and there's no other way around that yeah exactly yeah so it's i i yeah i have been saying that since i saw episode seven <laughs> and it's like i so badly want that to be the case i don't I don't have big hopes because I don't think there I mean, are people in the world who love Grey Jedi as much as I do. Here, here's the thing. But, yeah. 
<laughs> if J.J. Abrams, Abrams coming back, I'm assuming doing his own script now. I'm sure they didn't stick with, with Colin Trevorrow's, or he's at least doctoring it. Um, you know, with J.J. Abrams coming back and setting that up in Episode 7 and now being allowed to be there and, you know, be himself, which mm. is to tie up every loose end, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... It's like to have the we'll at least have a definitive idea of what happened in that moment by the end of episode nine because J.J. Yeah. Abrams will not let that go by because yeah. if he didn't do it, he will definitely make sure you know he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, uh, there are, there's a reason why we don't see their hands. Th- their hands, like it's yeah. it's a freaking Schrodinger's lightsaber right now, guys. <laughs> all right, it's a Schrodinger's lightsaber. Live and with just it. Just like that, we learned the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I love when that uh, happens. The perfect, the perfect cap off because I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Um, this has been Say Report Junior. A uh, oh god, I almost did it again with the. This has been Say Report Junior, a podcast you should be listening to, yes. subscribe to, and downloading every week. Um, do it. <laughs> you can follow us on uh, YouTube and Twitter at Say Report Junior. You can follow us individually. I am at Zawiski. And I am at Dale's Brain. And yeah. uh, everything Zach said. Yeah, go follow us everywhere that we are followable. And um, I think I think the only thing left to say is, now let's all go get ice cream. Yay. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> say take it away, Liz? Because we didn't get to. We didn't last week. Take it away, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time. Erwin Rudolph Joseph Alexander Schrodinger. That, that's a name. <laughs> Oh, there's a second way to spell it, too. Wikipedia, what are you doing? Okay.